0: If it is important to women, it's important to Wilds Worldwide. Hello, I'm Alyssa Wilds of Wilds Worldwide, and I thank you in advance for your support of my podcast. Like Wilds Worldwide on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram at Alyssa's Random Thoughts and Twitter at Wilds Worldwide. We are on all major podcast platforms and broadcast on Facebook Live on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Like, share, share. Follow and subscribe to Wilds Worldwide. And remember, if you still have a pulse, it's because you have a purpose. Find your purpose. Walk in your purpose. And live out your purpose every single day. See you or talk to you real soon. Bye-bye. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to or welcome back to Weekends with Wilds Worldwide. I am so excited that you have decided to join us today. It is Diva Dim weekend. I need for you guys to do all the things that we normally do. Like, share, text tag, get all of your people up and on, let them know that Weekends with Wilds Worldwide is back. And not only are we back, we are back with the Diva Den. It is Diva Den weekend, and you know how I feel about Diva Den weekend. So I need for you guys to come on in. Yeah, I'm going to give you all some some time to come on in as I get my little hot flash together. Good morning. Good morning, Tamika Wilcox-Champagne. Good morning, beloved. Good morning. I need for everybody to like, share, text, tag, get all of your people up and on. Let them know that Weekends for Wilds Worldwide is back with the dividend. I need for you guys to follow and subscribe to everywhere that I am. Like our Facebook page. Follow us on Instagram. And follow and subscribe to us on all major podcast platforms. I love you guys. I thank you guys for your support and doing all that you've done to turn Alyssa South Jersey into Wilds Worldwide. Without further ado, I'm going to bring my girls out so we could talk about Black women and our blind loyalty. Yes. Good morning, Rob Tuffnell. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) Tamika is everywhere. Good morning, everybody. So come on in. Get your people in. Good morning, good morning, good morning, beloveds, good morning.
1: Hey. good morning.
0: Hey. <laughs> Y'all all soft like, hey,
1: hey. <laughs>
0: What's been going on since the last time we were all together? Well, I know, but tell the people what you've been up to.
1: Chilling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> working hard and hardly working. <laughs> it's well, I'm working hard. They, they you know, this is our high high time. So they they working the hell out of me right about now. But um what when was the last time we was on?
1: <laughs> a month ago, probably by ago. now. Mm-hmm. Uh Juneteenth, yes,
0: no, somewhere in around there. Yep yeah. okay. I can do probably a flight of stairs now. Yeah. To- I can do eight minutes on the treadmill. Yes. Yeah. On that. So this week's goal is around the block twice. Okay.
1: Okay.
0: What you could do? Say one Bike. What's up with that spin bike? <laughs> 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 It's going to stay right stationary in the room <laughs> as I walk by and say hello, have a good plan. I mean, trying to take somebody straight to a marathon. Uh-uh. No, thank you. In okay. case you guys didn't know, our Angie has been on injured reserve all year. So far, all year 2022. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you haven't been, it hasn't been all year. When did it happen? February, February. February first, yes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Oh, right. okay. thirty-one days, in, kid, then you know. <laughs> two good feet, and then yeah, the good thirty-one.
1: Yeah,
0: a good thirty-one before she was casted and booted and mm-hmm. all that great stuff. Absolutely. What's going on with you, Meek? Because Danning is um, working hard and hardly working. Um. So yeah, um, working hard and trying to play as hard as I work in between resting. Um, Got <laughs> some. Um, housing updates going on finally in my house. My house about to be the party house again, y'all. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. You know, I've been gone for too long. It's time to bring it back. But um, so that's been interesting. Getting the upgrades and doing stuff in the house and shopping for major appliances has been quite a challenge, but it is all good. Um Uh, I lost a very dear, dear friend, as you guys know, and you guys were really there for me during that time. Um, uh, Etlin passed, rest in peace to Etlin. Um, and that was a a huge, um, moment in my life because, um, he and I had a very special relationship and he will, the thought of him not being there is still crazy for me. Mm -hmm. Um. But there were no words unsaid between us. And I'm really, it it made, his passing made me really um, reflective about how I interact with the people that I love. Mm -hmm. And I'm pleased with how I interact with the people that I love because I tell my people that I love them. Y'all know, we'd be talking, I'd be like, I love you. I say I love you so much to my friends that I catch myself at work saying it and be like, oh, no, I don't love you. Um, (laughs) 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 Um, I do, but... It's really important love a little too much. Right. <laughs> but um it's really important for me to let people know that I love them. And what I love, I love hard. Um my love is everlasting and my love isn't contingent on somebody loving me back, although my interaction with you is um so that was um that was a big thing for me. That was that was a huge life moment for me. Um it made me be really reflective. Um and as we are doing health updates, and you know, I don't really talk about it much in terms of my health. I'm, I'm a kind of like I'm gonna show you better than I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna just because do I don't need nobody. I, I, I'm not a person. An accountability partner is not always good for me because I'd be like, I don't feel like doing that. I don't want to walk out. Know, so they would fire me. Like I'm the worst person to be like. Let's be accountability partners. So I'd be like, mm, no, I don't want to. But I have had. um some health issues over the year, no, nothing that was um, deadly, but definitely some chronic issues. So I, um, I I, am a type two diabetic. I don't think I've ever shared that um, publicly. Um, and then I had a lot of other things going on. Um, and the past two years has been really, really difficult. I've been in the hospital, um, like just a lot of time. So I had to really, I've been working with a hematologist and my, regular doctor, M-I-G-Y-N, to help just restabilize me because there was a point in time, I know my social media doesn't show it, but where literally, but you guys know, I could barely get out the bed. All I could do was get up, go to work, and then I come back home, and I really couldn't. My energy was so low. So about last year, I ended up in the hospital, and all of my levels were so bad, like everything. I was anemic, my iron, my B12, my vitamin D. I mean everything was just off the charts my a1c levels were up and when they sent me to the doctors um the hematologist in particular was like listen you're young you can fix this without a bunch of medication and they wanted to put me on like iron drips and there was a potential of having to get like a blood transfusion you guys know i was testing y'all like i don't want to get a blood transfusion i don't want to sit in here and he was very frank with me he was like you can come in here and sit with the um the cancer patients if you want to but you don't have cancer so you shouldn't have to come in here and do this when you can do the things on your own he said i just need you to do what i tell you to do and i was like okay so um i did i was like okay whatever he told me to do i did it um, um and i had to go back like every three months you guys know i had to get like extensive blood work and a full panel done and um it was just like little by little i didn't really see the um the, the big changes. So it'd be like every three months I go, every three months I go, and I'd be like, okay, you know, okay. And then it all kind of came at one time, like the last time I had my blood work done. And they were just like, do you realize you lost 30 pounds? And I was like, what? I didn't, because I honestly didn't, I did not realize that.
1: Um,
0: And then when I went for my last um, appointment with the hematologist, he was shocked at just how all my levels had now leveled out. Can you tell me what exactly your doctor told you to do? Because let me tell you something. (laughs) Let Lissy... Let Lissy lose 30 pounds. A rat. I will be twerking in Wawa. I will twerk in my doctor's office. It will be I'm a st- full blown... I'm still not twerking because lost 30 pounds. My butt is still not... It's um, yeah, so <laughs> not my asset. <laughs> yeah, me, so, 30 smile, pounds was over two years. So the 30 pounds was over two years. Um, I'm actually at 34 now when I went back to the doctor. So it was like Maybe 15 to 20 in year one and then like another uh, 15 whatever in, in this year so far. Honey, I don't um, care how it come. Right. Good job because you look amazing. And I have to say that Thank you. um I noticed how much weight you lost in that tie-dye dress. Mm-hmm. When you posted pictures uh, in that tie-dye dress. I was like, hey, so man. Mine was last week with that um dress on at the bridal debate, the, the bridal shower. That was, I was like, oh, okay, me. So, your small peaks uh, yielded uh big peaks, which is awesome. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yay! So, um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm
0: really, I'm really happy. And so, here's the funny thing about him because y'all know my doctor, I call him Dr. Sexy because he is fine, child. He looked like Wolverine. <laughs> Oh, he he looks like Wolverine. He, he is so fine. <laughs> yes. He is so fine <laughs> too. So, um, you know, like I'm on all the supplements and stuff, and you know, they always be like, "So, do you drink?" And I'd be like, "Ah, eh, socially, you know, recreational drugs." Mm, you know, um, do you smoke cigarettes? Yes. So, when we first met, he was like, "I need you to stop smoking." I was just like, "It's probably not going to happen, doc." So every time he comes, <laughs> he say, like, "Did you quit?" And I'd be like. Nope, doc, it's not going to happen. So this <laughs> last time I said, I did cut back, but I'm not going to quit smoking because I gamble and smoke at the same time. So that's not going to happen. But things. <laughs> what he said to me that stuck out, what made me really super excited, he was excited because he said, you listen to me. You really listen to me. He's yeah. like, people just come here. They tell. I tell them what to do. And then they go back and do their own things.
1: That's what so, we
0: do being up ending out the visit he was like and I need you to get your colonoscopy you're 50 I said I did he said you did I said the last time I was here you told me make my appointment did was the whole thing appointment um so he was really excited I don't have to go back now for a year to him awesome. and I'm, I'm really excited about that that's so great. Yeah. that's great so me and you, Angie, we on the good foot, girl. We on the good foot. On the whole right. good foot. Right, yes. The whole good foot. And I will have to say that um since the last time we were all on air, where is Johnny Graves Robinson? She posted a picture, honey, and she had these fabulous eyebrows, and I don't know where she got them from. <laughs> Her eyebrows popping on one of her paparazzi lives. So let me take and tell y'all how she gets half my paycheck all the time and paparazzi jewels, right? So she posts this picture one day and she's just a natural beauty, like y'all. You know she don't put on no makeup or whatever. Might put on a little lip, and her hair most of the time is natural. And <laughs> she just popped out one day. I was like, damn, look at her eyebrows. So of course I went straight to YouTube. So I need for you guys to notice that you can see my eyebrows because I've been working very hard. They look yeah, beautiful. You see? They look beautiful. <laughs> That's the right word. Right. All I, right. I wanted for my 50th birthday was you eyebrows. eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought me a tat brow off the internet, and I've been creating a whole thing. So thank you guys wait, for noticing what's a tat my eyebrows. Tat brow? wait a minute. What's a tat, tat brow? Lissy's eyebrow. It's something I found on Instagram. it's like um it's like eyeliner right right but it has like three or four prongs so as you're swiping it it looks like hair it's adding hair to your eyebrows like like strokes we're gonna all go to YouTube now absolutely tap brow. let me try yes Mm ma'am tap brow. so yeah that's that's what I've been up to it's, I found Experience, on Instagram. Yeah. Absolutely. I find half my life. And let me tell you guys this. This is random, but um, I think it was, it was Meek or Donnie. I think it's Meek because whenever we're on the diva, Den, we have assigned seats. So it's me and Meek sitting right here together. So I think I turned right this way to hear this conversation, right? So Meek said, Meek said that she read somewhere that about 90% of what it is that we consume or what we buy now is influenced by what we see on social media or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember her saying that, and I was like, yo, because I will see something... And it's like they they play up to your emotions anyway. Well, so it's like as soon as you think something is on your timeline, uh-huh. <laughs> like
1: Why me. Oh well.
0: <laughs> so let me get those earrings. Let me get that thing. So yeah. So everything that I've purchased, pretty much my whole everything is you know from from Instagram. Right. Somewhere, somebody
1: <laughs> and I was surprised about How that you when I lost your first order. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then it's like my ninth order but go ahead me. You were right. <laughs> when i read that i was surprised but then i was like but it's true it's like um in different groups i was in there like jewelry groups and sassy jones and stuff the more you see stuff the more you buy stuff i had to be like i can't be in these groups because then it's something it's a it's a it's almost like an endorphin right mm-hmm. it's like like when they start posting stuff or people got the news, sassy, whatever it is. But during the pandemic, I spent so much money because I spent so much time online and every time something dropped. And then was the it was the feeling of they create this feeling. You got to get it before it sells out. <laughs> Be the yep. first to have it. <laughs> you know what else they do? I noticed they do this thing because I'm always on the Internet anymore. They'll say, um, one left, and it's in 10 people's shopping cart.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So you got to check out now. And I'm like, okay. Okay. And then if you don't check out, the mofos will send we'll you an email. Right like, back. Hey. Okay. You forgot. In your card. We need you to uh, get it right. Your item is now 10% off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the item that yeah. was in 10 carts, there was only one. Now I can get twenty two percent off. <laughs> please buy don't it. Please it, buy it. <laughs> it. And then me. when I do the twenty two percent, I'll be like, "That's not right. That's not right math." <laughs> you know, I'll be doing my like I know my percentages. Twenty two percent. What I see in that little uh, shopping cart dollar amount don't equal twenty two percent. Oh, because we added the fifty nine ninety nine shipping fee. Mm-hmm. Uh, Speaking mm-hmm. of fifteen percent off, I think. Thanks to my good, good so and in line sister donnie who's allergic to the boom boom cream. I think I talked about boom boom cream so much. Girl, I've been getting so many coupons and stuff. I got so much of it now. I'm like, and I'm hoarding it too. Like But I smell good in my skin when the sun hit it today, it's
1: gonna be like,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The whole unicorn. I be feeling like my little pony. <laughs> <laughs> you go floating out the door. And go, you know, And
1: <laughs> <laughs> her little cherry and me out there, ready to whisk her away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you know I don't take much to make her happy at it all. It sure does. So I get so excited. And it's on autopilot to Atlantic City. <laughs> See, it's like I night riding. See, how much you said that, you, Gabe. Me. And what? Trina was like, oh, what's that? I was the, like, oh, this is... this is the best thing in the, the world. Bread? Yes. I just And away. y'all know I'm a giver and I'm always sharing, but anybody, I ain't sharing not one. Well, I ain't even sharing a little samples you gave me yet. <laughs> Where do you get it from? Um, Coralette wants to know. Hey, don't you? Can get it from the so- they have their own website. Um, sold Asian I think it's 15% yeah. off now. But yeah. l- listen, ladies, I <laughs> promise you. I mean, if Dineen was not allergic to it, I wouldn't have gotten it. Right. This is the. I'm going to I know, yeah. Donnie. Donnie! I'm in Atlantic City, Donnie. I, I was going to text you later. But <laughs> I tell everybody. This Dornie? is the most. If, well, I'll it is a so commercial. Go a commercial. Go ahead and show the thickness of it. Right, right, right. <laughs> okay, she always on. starts rubbing herself whenever she I gets. It, she I immediately know. starts rubbing herself. It must you feel- well. After the last time we were talking about it, I'm in the cabinet cleaning up stuff, reorganizing, them, of course. And out of nowhere, I don't know where the little samples that you gave me pop fell out. I said, "Well, damn it!" If we just don't talk about it. it just don't. Just don't. Well, in the good. last week, I've gotten. The meek stance and gotten it together and felt the vibe. So, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, ladies and gentlemen, because gentlemen do this right here. <laughs>
1: gentlemen do this right
0: <laughs> here. <laughs> gentlemen, here. Dot, 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 gentlemen, <laughs> gentlemen do because <laughs> gentlemen do. I've seen the guy because the guys use the glow oils to go on. Them glow oils. I mm. got everything. I got the glow oils. I got the shower gel. It is Put the glory on me, not you, but you know. But <laughs> let me tell you how. I'm doing a whole commercial. They should send me some free stuff. should. Sure. Go for you it. Listen, and it is, action. The yeah. <laughs> it's like creamy, and it has a good thickness to it. But wait, y'all, wait. HSN, <laughs> <laughs> sh- call me. HSN, call me. you <laughs> <laughs> <HSA, call me. laughs> would be a great hammer. I Ooh. But it gives your body a natural glow wow. and it also firms the wow. buttocks mm-hmm. it also fir- and it really does. It firms up your buttocks and then um, your thighs. So you rub it real good on your butt and your thighs when you're on that beach. And baby, when you be walking by, y'all laugh at me, but you be walking by people looking like a whole unicorn and it smells delicious. When it I tell you, does. it smells so good. You so don't I even have to say or Nifan gave us some samples some time ago, like at uh, New Year's Eve, like a New Year's Eve brunch we had at Angie's house. And um, when it started to run low, I would dab it behind my ears on my wrist. I'm like, this will be my perfume for the day. It smells yeah. so delightful. I layer it. I layer it. Yeah, wow. shout, shout out, out to Curvy Con. Curvy wow. Con. Donnie, let me tell y'all how Donnie is a beast. I would have <laughs> never gotten as much stuff as I got if I wasn't with Donnie. I don't even know how she did it. I was just, cause you know, I'll just be like, I'll take one. Donnie was like, girl, you here. Take another one. Here, girl, get another one. <laughs> Yeah, y'all Donnie, need that. Y'all I'm really I'm So do. thankful to be with her. Like when we went to the party to get our jean jackets, I was like, I'm not going over there. Donnie ain't talking about Meek Miller. Here. Here you go. I got <laughs> All the people got my jacket. Like, thank you. And went back back People was pissed. People were pissed. We cared not. We got so much stuff from KirbyCon. We had to call Muffy to come get us in a truck. To- <laughs> we are still giving away and going to stuff from Perfecta. Absolutely, I love that. And that was and one that. of them. So I had still had cream left, and I found out I'm, I'm allergic to this mess. It keeps acting up on my skin. And with Tamika was telling me, "I just had to buy some, and it was this amount of money." I was like, "Oh, I got a whole lot of that at home. You could have it." I'm so now it. I got all your skin start peeling off like mine back in January. In all the sense, right? So ladies, invest in it. And it is an investment. I was not used to spending that much for body creams and shower gels. So like the one that we get is $56. It's a little bit bigger than this one. And then the shower gel is like $56. Like it, but it's worth it. And you don't have to use a lot of it. So. Not at all. Uh, let me. That's what I was about to say. It spreads very well. So yes. you don't need to use a whole lot. It lasts a quite a little bit of time, y'all. So you'll it think it' like investment because it smells so good and it makes it you feel so good all day because you'll be getting compliments all day and it's extremely long lasting. So you'll you'll be a damn rock star all day. Everybody <laughs> oh stop talking about this. This is a little insider tip for the ladies for our lady watchers. And if you are plus size chick like me rub it underneath your belly you know where your belly smells like um like an Italian hoagie after you have been out sweating and under your boobies rub it under your belly I have underbelly rub it in under your belly and under your boobies I'm telling you it takes away the smell you will not smell <laughs> I don't know about y'all but I have be been struggling and it's hot but it really it rub it under your food pie, ladies Rubbing yes, that's what it is. Food pie. Pie. Thank you. Rub it under your food <laughs> pie babies and under your breast, honey. When you start sweating, I call that a no. <laughs> Oh, my <laughs> gracious! I don't know if that's good or bad, <laughs> it, isn't, <laughs> it isn't good, but yeah, that's that's a pro tip, y'all. That's so, all right. A Enough about soul de Janeiro. They better send me something free. I know my phone in the eye thing listening. That's right, <laughs> <laughs> you got 75% ivy. off, 75% off. That's is that blue right. ivy on that fan you keep popping up? No, I can see why you would think that. This is my god baby who graduated from Brim last, uh, last couple of weeks. She looks like blue no, ivy every time you put that. She, she really does, now that you say that. She really no, does. Blue on there. No this, this is, <laughs> no, this is my my um thug princess, Shandia. That's <laughs> my baby. So, what is Kirby Kirby Con, Because we really need to get on the topic for today. Real quick, I'm going to tell you, I was, I, that's Tamika, that's what I called you about yesterday. You just said, no. not remember. I called Tamika yesterday and couldn't even remember. I was really calling about the gossip because Tamika be on it. Let, let me tell y'all something. Tamika be you on found out what happened it. You found out what happened with Kirby and Sheree. I just not. I, no. I calling to find out if you knew. So, Kirby Con what, is a plus size. Um, it happens during fashion week. Tamika went one week one year by herself, posted all these pictures. Oh, I'm gonna go to that. So she sent me the lane Kane It's gonna happen this time. Whatever, whatever, whatever. And Tamika's like, listen, I'm going. You wanna go? Get your own stuff. No problem. Got my own stuff. We got a room. <laughs> <Next>. <laughs> Kept it moving. She did her thing. I did my thing. We came together, did our thing. We separate some time. She she quit for a nap. I'm out in the streets. So, you know, wonderful time. So it's plus size models. It's really about um, body positivity, with plus size models. So it happens it happened either the week before fashion week or in the midst of fashion week. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was a bunch of plus size models. Target was Target's 10 year um, anniversary of how they began doing, what is it? The um, highlights of fashion, the different fashion designers. And one of the. Um, founders of CurvyCon actually boycotted Target. And mm-hmm. what they did was when they came back out. Yeah, um, Target, it, it was very influential. And when they came back out, all the designers, they actually have plus sizes. So some stuff I couldn't fit, which is okay. you know. Although I do fit, the, you know, our world is a plus above, there are certain areas that we don't fit. But when I say it was the all-time best experience that I had just around women who have, were all shapes and sizes, all colors and creeds mm-hmm. and the body positivity, they put us to shame. Like, I mean, uh, the shame. Honey, I still prom- think about um, Shandy mm-hmm. walking down that street with that crop oh, top on.
1: So what oh, yeah. happens
0: in what, the first week of September? But that's what I was calling you about, Tamika, to say no information has come out and are they still friends? I don't even think they're still friends and I hope that that's not the case, but it does not appear that they are yeah. friends anymore. They? I don't. Know. And it so, makes me sad, sad because C-C-D. her times was amazing because it was not only just was it about fashion for right. plus size women and size inclusivity, but they had workshops, they had panels. Like the first year, I went. Lizzo was on the panel. Um, it was Lizzo, V um, Williams, and I forget the other people.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Um. So they have like uh panel discussions. They have workshops on you know how to dress for your body type. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah
0: Everything. And then they give away so much stuff because they're sponsored by so many different people. So um, I told Donnie when we went, I was like, in fact, I think Donnie might have helped me get my platinum ticket. Quiet as it's kept. I'm not sure. But all I know, I was like, oh, I want to be VIP. I was like, Donnie, I'm getting the VIP package. It don't matter how much it costs. And I think Donnie was like, I'm not going to go VIP. This is my first time going. Next thing she knows, she said, uh-uh, I'm
1: going VIP." <laughs> wait, wait! You're not leaving me in the room and be like, "I'm in a velvet
0: belt. rope, baby." You don't go nowhere unless you got a no. Belt. I call it's her back. And said, I'm going, and when All I right. say, and I had, t- and I bought two tickets. <laughs> so you did. I remember. So I had the um. Pre- I'm gonna just say you had the platinum, and let's just say you had the gold. I had gold gifts, and I had. <laughs> Music. You did. She was like, "Listen, give me my stuff. It I still want it. my stuff." Mm-hmm. And that was the um, they played off a of homecoming, Beyonce's homecoming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's Like they had uh, pretty big girls performing. It was like. All I can say is it's an experience, and I'm so sorry. I'm so sad the pandemic ripped that away, and then whatever happened between them during the pandemic because it's necessary. Um, again, we'll go back to my original question. So, CC, CC made them. <laughs> I like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Garner, which is Garner style on Instagram, and then cc over she's a little yeah. thing now. She is. Yeah, she I lost a lot of weight. weight some of that a lot is- of backlash about that that's a whole nother conversation too. It is. yeah, yeah. It is. so the two of them um, met what didn't they say they met like somewhere they were at a convention or something together and they instantly connected mm. so i'm hoping you know if they happen somebody happens to present this to them figure out your relationship figure out your business working relationship because that was definitely something that was needed in our community um and it gave everybody it gave um plus size models and just plus size individuals a voice and a platform to be able to be comfortable in anything that you chose to wear that particular day so um garner style instagram and cc olisa i think she's just cc on instagram Mm -hmm. Uh, both of their um styles are very different Mm -hmm. and that's what i think was great about the two of them one's a little bit more conservative one's a little bit more trendy but their relationship seems to um, match up very well together oh Sending good vibes out to CC. Yes. Keep it together. <laughs> <laughs> black girl yeah. love. So on our topic, right? Okay. So our topic today is black women and their blind loyalty. And let me tell mm-hmm. you guys where I got this topic from. Now it's it's definitely an issue for us. It definitely is an issue. It's something that danine and I have dealt with. <clears throat> she and i talk about this quite a little bit but it is really prevalent amongst um us i'm going to say black women but let me tell you guys where this this kind of came up so um my diva then already knows but since the last time we were on air um i was offered a job i was i was i was asked to interview for a job uh, a new position in my company um, they kind of laid it in my lap and was like, "Hey, I saw this. This is really good for you. I hope that you will consider it, right?" So I was like, "Okay, I'll consider it." So I considered the job, but the way that it company wide, I wasn't able to. I, I, yeah, I'll just put it like that. I wasn't able to, um, according to what the the internet the the website said, I wasn't eligible to do that. So kind of just left it alone, like, thank you so much for thinking about me, but I'm not eligible at this time. Kind of walked away from it. Mm -hmm. So as it it turned around, they kind of made a way for me to be eligible for for the position. Mm -hmm. So the conversations that had happened were um, they kind of talked to my supervisor about it rather than me talking to my supervisor about it. And it kind of got me kind of caught up in a space, right? Because my supervisor and I are very close. Like we're really, really, really cool. Um, I would have loved to have spoken to him and not somebody else on my behalf. He felt the kind of way it was, it was just kind of a mess for a little minute. So I always meet with my, my OG, my, my mentor an elder. I sit down and I have dinner with her once a month. And then there's another sister that that comes. So it's, it's the OG, our mentor, and then there's two of us. So I sat down and I talked to them about this situation. Like, what do you think that I should do? Because this is a a huge opportunity. I don't want to leave my supervisor stranded. We have so many things. We've made so many inroads. We've done so many great things, but the work is not yet done. Mm -hmm. What is it that you think that I should do? And my mentor said, you are absolutely not going to even consider that job. You are going to stay where you are. Your supervisor has been way too good to you. You need to talk to him and have a conversation with him saying, hey, you know, this is being offered to me. Pretty much it seems like I have been this job has been created for me to a fault. Um, But I don't want to leave. We're doing so many great things right now. I need for you to promise me that basically when another opportunity comes up, you're going to vouch for me. You're going to make sure that I'm good. Right. Mm-hmm. You're not, not going to cool. stop the work that you're doing right now. And you're going to stay. You're going to stay the course. You're going to stay loyal to your, to your supervisor and you're going to help him create a new path for you. The sister that was there, who was a, me- a mentee like I am, she went ballistic. She said, I don't think that that's fair. I don't think that's fair. Why are black women always expected to stick and stay? Why do we do that? And I was really caught between the two of them because mm-hmm. it went on. It was like our food got cold. Because of this discussion. And it went ballistic for quite some time. And I have to say that I was really stuck in between the two because this sister was fighting hard. No, because if he was given the same opportunity, he's going to roll out. He's going to do blah, 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 blah. It's not going to be a consideration for everybody. Anybody else is going to be, you know, I'm deserving of this opportunity. I'm going to go. You know, so leaving behind whomever else, <clears throat> she said, and you can't expect for a new opportunity to show up anytime in the near future. What if Alyssa is now stuck for five, six years because she passed up this particular opportunity? Right. It's unfair that everybody expects black women to always be faithful, be loyal, rather than looking out and doing what's best for them. This is where this conversation comes from. Ultimately, I got the position, y'all. So, but it was really heavy for quite some time where we finally got it all together, but I was really stuck in that space. And it re- reminded me of co- many conversations that Daneen and I have had. Daneen is somebody that, that really does this, this topic really impacts her because of her loyalty to people. And I have to say that I have this blind loyalty to black men. Honey, that even when I'm done wrong, I feel the need to protect them from the rest of the world. I don't want the world to pounce on them. I know the world is heavy for him. I know that um, the cops don't like him over here. and, And, you know, corporate America might be tough for them over there. And the world is unkind to them. So when anybody else, even though I'm mistreated, I'll immediately activate to protect them in any situation where I can protect. What the hell is that? What is that, and why is that? What? Why y'all all get so
1: stoic? I want to talk about creams again,
0: right? Listening, and I was just like, Well, this is kind of deep." It is. It is, and it's 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 deep, and it's painful to a degree, right? So when I say painful because you actually are wrestling in your mind of uh, saving self as also supporting. So mm-hmm. you were being asked to, to actually um, to not save yourself, to sacrifice yourself for the sake of somebody else that would absolutely save themselves over you, right? So um, Missy had presented a couple of topics earlier in the week, so I was like, oh, I'm going to get caught up so I can be, do my research. Oh, no, 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 we talk about this. And when she said that, I was like, um. this is a tough one because yes, it's a tough one, right? Yeah. Yeah. right. And then um, keeping in mind, we're not only talking about this is tough in the majority. So let me go back when I say majority, when I talk about majority today, I'm talking about when we work in Camden. Our majority setting, when it's us, we are still protect- protecting the, the men or the male figures that do us dirty regularly. Uh-huh. Now I'm gonna talk about, but in the environment in which I work, it's a few of us. And when we have that same mentality in that space, it's just it's worse. It's worse because you're not only getting it from the black man that you look into that that has the expectation for you to support them just because we're black. Uh-huh. Exactly. Well, not only just because we're black, but that's the juxtaposition of who I am. I'm a black woman, he's a black man. Right, we should stand in solidarity together in this environment because this environment already has us separated on so many levels. That's but you start to realize that your privilege and your black privilege that you exude over me is much more harmful sometimes in this environment than the, the, the majority environment that I'm talking about when I when I reference Camden. Right? Because see, we could bust you up in Camden real quick and then not really be a topic of conversation. Oh, oh look! You know, look what she did to such and such. A, It'll, it'll go down a hallway, three classrooms, or down an office, four spaces. But in in my environment, that's topic, and yeah. that's a long-standing topic. Mm-hmm. Check did you? And they won't use the word checked. They're going to say she cursed him out. Mm-hmm. And why would she do that, etc. Cetera, et cetera. I mean, the layers to this is deep, but it's also recognizing that you got to recognize. And I'm not talking about my role. I'm talking about their role. Right. I'm clear about how I fit in all of this. The sad part is when you're not clear how you impact it. Mm. Right. So I and I can, and I'm trying not to reference my all of my experience. Mm-hmm. some of it is, I'm gonna tell y'all, a few of the people that I have worked with, I will never push them in front of the bus out of the blind loyalty. But God damn it, if I was driving that bus, I can't <laughs> <over. laughs> And then I'm going to get my shovel. Right. Up, and then Very evident, yeah. Because that's how, And then back up. And then right. back up. Because that's how, how bad it has been. And then here's where it's the gaslighting. I did that to you. Ooh, honey. I never knew. I didn't know. I thought you were. I thought we understood each other. But well, wait a minute—the apology. I apologize if mm. it's that if that make you turn to a spider monkey, honey. <laughs> if you felt that way, I'm sorry. <laughs> if that's no, how you yes. took it, then I'm sorry. <laughs> so, and it's a and it's blind. It's really it's loyalty, right? It's it's loyalty because of just the, the terminology, and I saw. I think it was I'm Catherine. If it wasn't you, I apologize, but your name came up. She was like, "Oh my goodness," or like Cheech, or the timing of this. Absolutely, it is. It's the, it's enough to make you say, "I, I hate you guys," and I love you at the same time. So who's the crazy? Yeah. So is it, is it? Is it? Is it? Well, I guess blind loyalty is a good word for it, but as it pertains to us. I like I I I want to go with is martyrism that was mm. to, to us in in learned behavior because I I feel that Black women in particular feel that there's a badge of honor in being a martyr. Wait a minute, and there is not a badge of honor in being a martyr, but. Black women hold that title so tightly. I promise you, if you go back and listen and just play back some of the conversations that you've had, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of the conversations are based on how strong we were, what we survived, how much we sacrificed, everything that we've given up, because it's a badge of honor that we've gotten from our parents and our grandparents and our grandparents' parents. Um, you know, that whole stick and stay, be a ride or die. Oh, um, yeah. honey. Um, and I think, so for me, it's a lot of times we will talk about what people have done to us. My ring light just went out. It said it's tired. Um, <laughs> about good. It's so gorgeous, girl. How to happen to us and also how what has happened to us helps us continue that narrative. I don't know if you've ever listened to people, Some, I will listen to people when they talk and I listen very intently. I know Pete, I come across as dizzy and all kinds of things because that's just me, I'm fun loving, but please believe that I listen to everything very intently that people say, I listen in the conversations. And so much of who black women are is wrapped up around their struggle. You know, whether it's the struggle with the kids, whether it's the struggle with the husband, whether it's the struggle at work—like everything is struggle. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, And and that because struggle is struggle is what sells. Mm -hmm.
1: Struggle
0: Struggle is what sells. Don't nobody want to hear about how happy you are and how you right. You know, that's not what's going to sell. That's not what people going to lean in and listen to because you know why? Because they can't they don't get it. If you're not happy and you're not experiencing joy, you don't really want to hear about that because you ain't getting it. I'd rather commiserate with you on my struggle Maybe and on my pain. I get that. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, As it relates to the work field, now y'all know, I was no, all up until this last job that I got, y'all know I was, I would quit a job in a heartbeat. <laughs> I, and because of my red personality, so look up your blue personality, Liz, I don't have a connection to the person or the organization. I have a connection to the mission. And if the mission is no longer in alignment with the mission for me, I bounce. I, I, I didn't stay in toxic work environments. Y'all know, I left. Y'all know when I worked in Philly, that was the most toxic job I ever had. And I just walked in one day and I had a throat. that was my supervisor. She was the worst human being alive. Like literally when I when I resigned, I went in her office and was like, now what's up? <laughs> <laughs> like I shut the door, like what's up, right? Um, but oftentimes our generation too was taught to stick and stay in a job that doesn't yes, serve we right. You know, I'm gonna be a martyr and stick and say, But guess yeah. what? Everybody's gonna be fine. I I'll never forget how people treated me when I left Camden. So when I left Morgan Village and stopped working for Camden School-Based Youth Services and went over to Philly, I never forget how people treated me about that. It was just like, oh, you leaving? You giving up on your community? I know. I got that too, Tamika. Yeah. Honey, and don't you know they do that? You know what I said? I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> I am. When even when I didn't send Muffy, when I took Muffy out of Camden schools, I got it from and um administrators and from educators. Oh, but you work in Camden, but you wanna take her out? Hell yeah, because I work in Camden, that's why I'm not sending her to wherever y'all think i should send her to mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then oftentimes people use shame as a weapon yeah, um they, do. they, they try do to force you into survivor's remorse you know doing what they want you to do and what's best for them i have to honestly or, or say their that. own fears right or their own right. fears, right? they protect their own fears your own, own fears you you afraid to move so i should stay Get right nope so, yep. I had a bad no experience there. You're, you're going to have a bad experience too. Don't exactly,
1: go. Exactly. Exactly. Nope. Don't go. Yeah. So, the
0: martyrism, yes. But I also, I guess I'm looking at it as there's something that we've been ingrained to. I think in just, there is a level of loyalty, subtle loyalty. Mm-hmm. Um, we all have it in our friendships. We have it in our, you know, si- our, our sibling, you know, bonds. It's a level of loyalty, despite the benefit and or not we just and sometimes we just can't even speak to it it's and i'm and i'm really reflecting about you know my one of my particular experiences and it was like if i'm take if i take you down i'm taking you and your family down it's not just you right and there's a connection to that right the pain that people and i think that's the the piece recognizing when we cause harm to other people it's also a spider web and it hits others, right? So I'll use, I had a, a colleague who had a really bad experience at work one day and it was horrible. Like her experience, it was horrible. But she's reaping negative consequences from her children now because during that particular time, she couldn't even get up out to bed. It was that horrible, mm. right? So, and it's, you know, and I and I love her because she saves herself. Like she bounced, she saved herself. But you know, I wonder about that that level of loyalty that we just have in these spaces with the with, And I'm and I can only speak about with the men. I'm gonna tell you right. guys. But like mine was the older one. And I like, be clear, it's not abuse. So I don't want anybody going there. This is work really related stuff. Mm-hmm. One was older, an older. Generation, so I'm talking about a boomer, right? Or possibly older than a boomer, right? What was before boomer? um the silent generation right the silent generation who's happy just to be right mm-hmm. and then i had one who was a generational exer, right so you know but but talks black power <laughs> and or the like, baby boom are super conservative right? right you got me a little i'm confused boo like i'm confused right so and we all have our moments of how much we're gonna speak on the on the people and stuff but right. at the same time when i when we can sit down and have a conversation or dialogue about yo know, this is what I'm this is what I'm experiencing so I'll tell you last week one of my colleagues said I know and I'ma just use one of the names on the screen Alyssa was a, a micromanager this was me oh you didn't hmm. always been that I felt it more because it always happened to me you stood in privilege where it didn't happen to you right but now that you remove from that you're feeling it and you're surprised don't be surprised. It was always there. It just felt different. And as I got it, you by, you were a bystander. You didn't upstand to it to mm. say, hey, wait a second. This That's is not right. you know, I would say to you, did you have to do? No, I had to do that. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Right? Cause see Tamika's talking about her why. My why is I'm very clear about why I work. My why is this, 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 and this. If my why continues to connect and and, and supports if my what I'm doing connects to my why, I'm OK with it. I could dismiss some things. So huh. with that, I, I really, so this individual, I said, well, what's your why now? Because your why used to be involved with Alyssa, not involved rom- romantically, but and, you know the whole involvement right. of, she's great, she's great. That was your original why. Now that she doesn't do all that for you, what's your why now? Right? Because now you're feeling what everybody else felt. Um. And yeah. I and or del- and I always look at it as delayed. So when people come into my space, I always go, "It takes you three years to recognize this shit is crazy." No, I got it totally be convinced you recognize it before three years but it takes three years to really convince yourself that it's right like, right you mm-hmm. you see be crazy before then <laughs> <laughs> then you, you be know. like okay i got a good wow. amount of reasons facts and examples exactly <laughs> exactly so you know it, it's those things and i'll be honest i'm in a definitely different place you know i i enjoyed i was thankful for the pandemic mm-hmm. some people weren't i was thankful for the pandemic it allowed me to realign, reassess and regroup. It allowed me to change the understanding of my why's as well as to reconfigure them. Um, but there <clears> were moments that, and it's loyalty. And I used to say that to to Alyssa. I don't understand this I, I, this loyalty because I'm telling you, I could ride that bus right over. <laughs> so I, I don't detail. know this. I gotta um. I haven't quite established my uh my why I work. Maybe even when I turn fifty, like them, I'll have a reason to know why I work. But I get up and do it every day. <laughs> 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 Maybe when fifty comes, I'll
1: have that epiphany.
0: <laughs> As I listen to Donnie, and y'all know, I hear music in my head at all times. I'm like Ally bill and now I'm a totally yes. doing um, Zoe's <laughs> extraordinary playlist. As all I can hear is Chris Brown singing these holes ain't loyal because mm. I I don't have that level of loyalty to my I, to my work. I don't I don't have that. I I just but don't other I don't, I you don't think Tamika like, it's right. not the work for me. It literally right. is the black. It's the man. It's the black men It's not the work. I don't have that loyalty to the black men in I my job. know you don't. I'm sorry. I just I just don't. And and yeah. I mean I think there's levels to loyalty, right? Mm-hmm. And now that I think about it, I'm probably I'm I fall in the category of these holes ain't loyal because I, <laughs> I think that's now that i think about it that's in all areas of my life to be quite honest with you so for instance i'm not off topic but off topic i go to ginger ginger does a fantastic job with my hair lover y'all she got me ginger is the shit she does me well but I got three stylists in rotation, much like my life. Um, <laughs> I got three stylists in rotation, and Ginger life. knows Please. that I will go to another stylist based on how I feel and what I want and what I know she does well and what other people does well. And I don't lie or chore about it. I don't sneak about it. But I've had people like who go to Ginger now, or you know, be like, I. They kept letting a stylist fuck, Oh, excuse me. They kept letting the stylist well, mess We in. get two oh. years in and you decide to start, you know, looping yourself? Go ahead, girl, keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> I did not understand how you kept going back to a stylist mm-hmm. that messed your hair up. Right. And they kept saying, I guess I'm loyal. Loyal to what, foolishness? Right. Why are you loyal right. to that does not serve you? Mm-hmm. That not only does not serve you, but it causes you harm. It's a detriment. That right there is the question: Why stability? I don't understand that. We, uh, we my, and, and my, we we largely are like that. Meek and just like you said, it's like a badge of honor. Let me tell you something. When I put my son out my house and had a restraining order against him, people really side eyed at me and was like, "But that's your son. I don't care. But that's your child. I don't care." my safety, my security, and being able to be in my home and feel safe is more important than what anyone else thinks about me or what anyone else thinks and feels about this situation. Period. And I love him to death, but he can never come back and live in my house ever i'd visit him at the homeless shelter i put some money on his rent if i needed to but i'm never ever again will i sacrifice my safety and feel fearful or whatever it is out of loyalty and that black man is my son i'm not i'm not gonna do it and guess what y'all he's fine Mm
1: -hmm.
0: he's thriving he is being a grown ass man taking care of his family, doing the things that he need to do, period. And we're both happy. And you know what? And that's amazing because I know your story. You, that, and you like all I mean, said, we have been raised that way. Right. It's, it's just that way. It is. Ex- and you're giving examples. And I'm thinking like, yo, that has been me. Like, it's not just black men. It's blind mm-hmm. loyalty, period. Mm-hmm. Because you gave the example of a hairdresser. I've gone to, you know, like, I don't, you know my last hairdresser that she just stopped with the pandemic kind of messed everything up but um she and i were good but i've had hairdressers in the past that you leave out and you got to go home and you patting your edges down or you got to go do some extra stuff but then you go back and you pay her money again and you pay her money again and you pay her money again and it's just like you know but how do i tell her that i need to and i can remember one time where um gab gab opened up a salon and it had my you know I, I have a, a hairdresser for weaves and I have hairdresser for my short hair because not everybody can do short hair mm-hmm. and I remember gab starting a hair salon and Penn saukin and both of them were in there and I remember walking <laughs> in and they were both like hey listen I'm like ah! <laughs> <laughs> why y'all both in this space and they were both sitting there like twisting their chair around like come here i'm just one of those people and then you know kind of put it off it it has been like a badge of honor as sad as it is to say that because i've been to ride or die you know, and and mm-hmm. I'm riding out for you. You're not looking out for me. I'm dying inside. So I'm riding and dying at the exact same time, mm-hmm. but I'm still sticking and staying. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just my mom showed us that. My mom showed us that you protect your brothers. You know, we, we just kind of, the men in our family were just treated differently. And I kind of fell right into that whole thing. You know, a, you know, when I was talking, mm-hmm. you know, when I started my new job, Just last year, I was telling them, you know, for everybody here, yes, riding and dying at the same time. And that's what we do. That's what we do. And we still stay. We still stay. And even when we leave, we still don't give everybody else carte blanche to talk about this particular person. There's still a level of loyalty, even in the midst of that. Mm -hmm. But I can recall um starting my new job and I would talk to my deep then, and I'm like, yo. You know, there's all white people. There's all white people there. And then there's this one black guy and he won't even talk to me at all. He won't talk to me at all. And I talked about that quite a little bit. Like, yo, what is happening? Like, what is that? Tables have turned because in my new position, he actually answers to me.
1: Hmm. He, he
0: is now my person and he reports to me. Right. Right. And now, you know, it's been a lot of conversations surrounding him and and, and some stuff, just like the reconfiguration of everything. Right. And guess what? I stepped right in and tried to protect him. Mm. I stepped right in, knowing how he didn't do right by me the first nine months of my employment. Right. I still, on month 10, I jumped right in to protect it. And I don't know what that, I know what it is and I can identify it. I don't even know how to unravel that though. And I've been doing a lot, a lot, a lot of work on myself. But mm-hmm. that thing, I, I don't even know how to unravel it. Because like Dineen said, I have to say that I can run your ass over. I'm not going to be the one to push you out in the street. Mm-mm, but damn it, if you see me coming down the street at high speed. I'm a little uncertain about how this thing could go down. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. I know for sure that I grew up seeing that. But there have been so many other things as an adult I've been able to unlearn. Hmm. That is something that I still am well, working on. And, I, and mine wasn't brothers. I didn't have brothers, right? Mine's literally, I went to a majority school. I, so now I'm going to reverse y'all. I went to an all-white environment. I grew up in Canada, but I went to all-white schools. So mine's was seeing the only other Black boy or the only two other Black young men in my classroom being treated and or mistreated by the environment in which we were which we were being educated in. So mine really comes from just the full experience and, and protection and things like that. It wasn't in my home, you know, although I'm sure, you know, there's are some areas that my home life does contribute, but for the most part, I'm transposing that right into the workplace.
1: Right. Right. Like, it's not right. like you know,
0: and that and and I don't and the pieces, it's something that I don't want to um, be shameful for. It's just who I am. Part Mm -hmm. of my fiber, I recognize it. I see it. You know, I'm. I push back, and I'm pushing back. And I've noticed my pushback is a struggle for all those who were benefiting from it, right? Because the thing, the thing about. I, always, I know I've talked about bystanders and upstanders before. Like bystanders watch things that go on; they don't really interject, they don't really say much. They know it's happening, they know somebody, they know the bully, the bully is beating you up, but they're not going to do anything because they don't want that turned on them, or they won't want to lose the privilege of not being a part of, of not being a part of it. The upstander is somebody that's going to jump in, you know, defend, do whatever the case may be. It's not concerned about what they may lose in the mm-hmm. process, right? So now that I'm pushing back, you. What you thought you had, you're struggling with. Wait, wait, I might not have that. Mm -hmm. Right? So, again, I told you all the pandemic for me, you know, I had my moments of everybody's level had their levels of insanity, but there was also areas that I was able to regroup, reflect, you know, and and change. Um, And the the other piece with this blind loyalty that we always miss is is a level of control for them. Mm. There's a real level of wanting to control. A black woman, you don't even have to be physical, mentally, or emotionally abusive. You just want them to do what it is that you want them to do for you. That I think that, that that stands true just in general. But in life. Life, yeah, right, right. we're talking about, you know, our black, you know, our blind loyalty to our, you know, of our experiences. Literally, it is about control because I push back and you all could not imagine the amount of control and the avenues that are that is coming from to control the process. I also think that, so I'm the oldest of five siblings, right? I got three brothers and a sister. So I remember a time that I was so fiercely protective of all of my families, my brothers, my younger sister. Um, and this was while I was still in Camden. So it's been a long transition of me letting go of things that I have no control over. Um, and, and, and in that protection of my family they I don't want to say they use me but they they pulled on me a lot I remember the last time Angie I don't know if you remember this or not because I worked at Morgan Village I remember the last time that I ran for my sister to protect her because I was the oldest and I was a fighter so whenever they got into fights they would call me. Anytime something went down, they would call me and guess who would jump in they Baron and oh, go running run with them. some tims on ready to throw blows? Right. Me. That was me, right? But I was finally getting to a point where that life no longer served me and I had a lot more to lose than any of those people that I was going to go fight for her, right? And I remember the very last time my sister called me because she was about, she was about to get her ass whooped and she <laughs> The high rise ones. And she called me and I left my job. And as I was driving, I was like, this is really foolish. Like, this is really foolish of me. And uh-huh. you know what I did? I went up there and I sat on a ledge at Northgate. And my sister's Yaya and the girl that she was going to fight was Yaya yelling and screaming. And I sat there and I said, oh, I didn't come to fight you, boo. Because of course she was like, Mika, I don't want no problems. Oh, we ain't got no problems. I just want to make sure that y'all go ahead and have a fair fight. I lit a cigarette. I sat on the edge and I looked at my sister and said, Have no business. She this is not devastated. my fight. Have you devastated everyone from <laughs> the world? Nah, she looked at me like, Have you lost your mind? Like, but <laughs> you came to do what? <laughs> like, exactly. That was the last time that I ran to protect her. Now, nah, you get your ass up in this, you get your ass up out of this and learn how to fight
1: mm mm-hmm. we'll so, like Yeah.
0: You know what I mean. So I had to learn to let go and let God. And I, I don't be. I'm not real religious, but I'm hella spiritual. And I know God is so fond of me, and He speaks to me directly. He speaks to me and through me at all times. And what I did realize is that I had to let God be God in people's lives mm-hmm. and stop. Saying, I, I, I was the one protecting them and making sure this didn't happen and making sure that nah they grown they make their own decisions they got to deal with the consequences or whatever the case may be right yeah you know and i think and i don't want to come across as cold because i'm a loyal person but there's levels to my loyalty Mm -hmm. and like like i got one brother who is incarcerated right now right I'm not going to go see my brother. I'm not not doing all that. But what I will do, I'm going to put money. So you can call me whenever you want to. And I'm going to send you books every month. That's my level of loyalty. That's my level of loyalty. Now, if it ain't enough for you, I don't, I don't have, I'm not, I'm not doing all of this other stuff and then complaining about it. Cause I hear people do it all the time, yeah. you're doing all of this stuff, but then you're talking about it. That's why I don't ask people to do shit for me because I don't need you talking about nothing you do for me. Cause mm-hmm. the things I do people, I don't put it on blast. I don't go on social media and be like, I did this and I did that, but best believe I'm doing shit behind the scenes always. Oh right. right. I'm a catalyst to make things happen. Even when you don't even know that I am making it happen. That's I don't right. need the glory. I'm good, and that whole thing with black men not protecting black women that's because they need to be the HNIC that mm-hmm. comes from their insecurities, their levels of insecurities, and needing to be I'm the man, I'm the one, and everyone needs to come to me. I need to know, you know, and that stems back, that has a lot to do with racism and uh-huh. slavery, and, and, slavery all- and everything else that comes along, with it. yeah. Are black boys into all white situations? So either one of two things could occur: either they are really volleying for the acceptance of the white person, or they like far to the left. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and that's what that stems that a lot of that stems from that. Mm-hmm. And the 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 fallback on us a lot of it we assume though yeah. a lot of it we assume like. Put ourselves in a position to do that. Yeah. Right. Like it's a choice, and we have to find balances in this whole loyalty thing, in this whole protection thing. There has to be a balance because if we don't balance it and if we keep doing these things blindly, how will they learn? How will they ever learn? How will they learn? How will they become whomever it is that they're supposed to be? If we are always in the background doing everything, making yeah. sure that everything turns out right ha- i got a plot twist for y'all let me let me oh, tell sure. you this so no no no, i i remember <laughs> there was this one situation where Dineen came over to my house and i remember it was the weekend my kids had gone away with bob so i was um the house was free and clear she was like um she just called me and she said yo that's when you know it's about to get deep right, I know, right? <laughs> <"Yo."> <laughs> <laughs> you home, homie? Yes, ma'am. I'm headed to your house. And it was just like that. And she said, I need the blanket and the seat. So she was taking my seat. You know how the couch has the one <laughs> yeah. little I sat in the chair like the ah! and the seat, And she let go and she let go. And she talked for probably four hours. She just really needed to release all of this. And it was bad. It was really bad. And I instantly, in my mind, had done several things to this person. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to fuck him up. <laughs> yeah, he got to get got. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so I'm staying cool the whole time. She talking about it, I'm plotting the whole time, like Getting a mastermind plan. You know what? He did. But I wanted to protect her, but I don't protect my own self. Mm-hmm. So I can run right into the same fire yep. but I'm not going to see her suffer through it because everything in me was like yo I know some people that are keeping my hands clean
1: <laughs>
0: yeah he got to get got like how do you do that you are a black man like we it's only a few of us in this situation here how do you do that? When she spent all of this time protecting you, having your back, when you slip up, you mess up. She's cleaning up. She's protecting y'all, in essence. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because we kind of all go down together in some situations, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But he's willing to push the button to send her into demise. The same person. Man, please. I was like, shit. I'm sitting there, cool as a fan, while she's talking because she's going through it, and I'm cool as a fan. Like, oh, I could call, let me scroll through my phone and see if he's still in that business, and then be right in the same situation myself. Like, how is that? Because that has been, I wasn't raised like a meek, I wasn't the protector, and I don't know how to get myself. Out of that can, can we buy this book this month and have that a book the one that we follow we all follow nidra um, she's oh, yeah they, they buy it on the account. she's amazing but i've been wanting to get her book about setting but i mean i think i do a good job of setting boundaries but i i i think we should get that book on set her book on setting boundaries mm-hmm. i've been meaning to get it let's do a little book club between us on i think you have to learn how to do those things yeah, you do. it's it's not, it doesn't just come naturally. You have to learn how to do those things. And, you know, thank God for Dr. Stella Horton, because y'all know I used to have anger management issues. I've shared this before. Y'all know, Angie, you know the story. I was going to beat everybody up at my end to that.
1: <laughs> and, and I,
0: <laughs> listen, girl, they remember. Um, But thank God for Dr. Horton and and thrusting me into all of these Um like anger management, conflict resolution, you know, I had to go through so much training and development, but it helped me not just in my personal life, but in my, I mean, not just in my professional life, but in my personal life as well. And it really helped me because one of the reasons I was going to fight all my staff, because I didn't have appropriate um, boundaries set. And they felt like that they could speak to me the way that they yeah, were. Right. Speaking to right. Me. They can do certain things that they were doing because I did not set um, appropriate professional Boundaries, mm-hmm. and I think we as women do that often. Don't set boundaries in the workplace, and especially when it's with you know our people, because you feel like oh we, you know what I mean. Barbara always laughs. It took me five years before I would even eat lunch with them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, what well, I, to me, I wanna, I, I gotta, I have to interrupt for a moment, right? So, I don't know if it's always boundaries. Mine's was really the fact that you could use the position. To, 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 to circumvent the boundaries. And I'm just going to mm-hmm. use so, that Wait, wait, wait So in the piece that I'm saying, like, so when this, when you're in it, it's very hard to kind of develop all of these, you know, like it's now I mean, I'm out of it. So it's very different. My lens is is, is clear, but in a moment, so I'm going to use one. So one time you guys, we had, a, um, we had to submit, you know, uh, information. So I submitted all the information. And I'm gonna tell you, one of my colleagues did not oh. do theirs on a regular basis. Oh. Um, so I had to submit the information, and I got a, a <laughs> ding back. So my ding back was something about grammar. And your submission, but here somebody submission. had no submission. Well, wait, wait, I'm not even gonna go with the no submission because that was that was that was my loaded cannon. Later, right? I said grammar, so you know, now you got me. And I don't have my work emails on my phone. I don't do none of that. So when I get there on Monday is when I'm going to see the stuff again. I heard that. And, you know, and if you, if it's important to you on a Saturday, that's your business. But it's not for me. Right. So I'm looking okay. and I'm going back through it and I read it again. And I'm like, hey ain't no grammar, grammatical errors in this um, information. Yo, this mofo was trying to get me on fucking tone. tone. So I write back, there's no grammar um, grammatical um, concerns in this document? There are. No. I said, are you dinging me on tone? Silence. <laughs> you don't like what I like, said. <laughs> like, because I'm going to be honest, I, you know, I was a journalism mass media major. Tone is, is implied, but tone is real. Mm-hmm. Right? So I, I didn't want to do it to begin with. So, yeah, you can get me. You can't really get me on tone because it's not it's all in whoever reads it on how the tone is applied. But nonetheless, you can't ding me back on tone. So you going to try to go with grammar. We're going to go with grammar. There's mm-hmm. no there's no grammatical incorrect, um, incorrect. <laughs> corrections needed here. Right. So then, it, then I followed it up with did everybody submit their document? And have rewrites. (laughs) Your light went back (laughs) out, me. Right.
1: Right. So,
0: (laughs) I I love, you know, definitely, Tamika, all those things with Stella, fabulous. I do believe sometimes when we're in the moment, because let's see Mm what I do remember that day Mm -hmm. when you're in that moment and you're really like, and I needed to get it out to make sure like what I'm experiencing is actually really happening, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not totally in the abyss by myself. Mm-hmm. thinking that I'm sitting on Mars, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I wanted to make sure as I was presenting this information that it was absolutely what I'm actually experiencing. It was absolutely what validating you're it for myself and I'm going through it, right? And and that's the piece because now when I got to, and I'll tell y'all what my my pivotal moment for me really was, that particular response back with that email.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: we we got issues here. You let me know. I wanted to make you let me know. We got issues here. At times, again, to your point about maybe getting caught up in a moment, do you ever do it with the thought, hope, or feeling that that loyalty will be reciprocated? So I'm gonna stick myself out now because I think that they'll stick themselves out for me. I'll put my neck on the line because I think if the situation is reversed, they'll do it for me, so kind of subconsciously you do that blind love thinking, but not all the time is it do you think they will or do you hope they will? that's, that's what I'm saying will. you kind of hope right you might you might not even know you put a it's still a whim right it's, it's you think
1: that they
0: could. I don't know if it's a conscious thing I think it's subconscious right I don't know i don't know if, right. I, don't if it's, I don't know about consciously like oh you know I'm gonna I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you this hamburger today for the refund on Tuesday. I don't think that. I think it's right. a more subconscious. I'm Yes. I think a lot of what we do is subconscious, Um, in our response. Our response, right? Our response is to mend. Our response is to heal. Our response is to redevelop, recorrect. You know, restructure. Right. That's what our. I mean, let's. If we're gonna take it back to slavery for a moment, our husbands is ripped from us. Now we got to keep it moving. We find. A, I'm not saying we find a new man, but we get a new man. Right? You know what I mean? You reconstruct your house, right? <laughs> or your children. <laughs> Shout out to me. <laughs> 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 <You know? laughs> some of that is intuition. We're in our fiber, but I don't think we consciously are. I think we more so go where we know you're not going to do right. <laughs> but I'm going to do it anyway. That's interesting, Dunning, that you said that. Because my actual default is love. My default really is love. My default is to give. My default is to protect. Like who Tamika is is all of those things, right? And Angie, like you said, I went. I remember. i I'm t- I can because Morgan Village was such a, a impactful place for me. Um, <laughs> and I remember going into my career feeling like that, Angie. Like I am going to give. And I am going to, you know, do these things in hopes that it will be reciprocated. Not, there's not an expectation, but there's a, in hopes that, you know what I mean? And I think we all enter into all, all relationships that way, to be quite honest with you, mm-hmm. until we, we've we been disappointed enough. I know for me, it's the disappointment, disappointment it's the lack of reciprocity. And it mm-hmm. happened for such a long time in my life. Like, I really didn't have my breakthrough until 2013, 2014, when I just realized that I no longer was willing to give and give and give and give without some sense of reciprocity. Not that you owe me anything, but a sense of reciprocity. And I'm telling you, you, man, listen, as I have grown and evolved and there's levels to my loyalty and I can still love you. I can still, you know, I recently... A friendship has ended with someone for now. I'm going to say for now, because I am still hopeful that the friendship will be mended, right? Or come back. Sometimes you just need a break from people, right? Mm -mm, Absolutely. So while my loyalty to this person is, I'm not fucking with you no more. That's cool. We're going to go our ways. But I'm not going to speak ill about you either out in public or anyone else. And to know that that person spoke ill of me, outside of a confined circle Mm -hmm. really was i'm not gonna say it was devastating but it took me to a different level in my loyalty because now it's like oh i thought we was this way Mm
1: -hmm. but now
0: i see we that way so now you can get it too any day you want whereas prior to that situation you know and i still got love for that person but i still fight you in love but you you I don't know if you guys are understanding <laughs> what I'm saying. I, I totally understand what you're saying. I don't know if you guys are like just because I'm I have a, fuck you up. <laughs> just because I have a falling out with somebody. Yeah, my after after gonna, I'm too. not gonna go out in these streets and keep your back in. Right. I'm not gonna talk about you to anyone unless it's within the inner circle that it occurred in, you know, mm-hmm. all these different but my loyalty. I'm not going to go out and talk about you out in these streets. And I'm not going to let nobody else talk about you. Even, Easy, when, yeah. when, even though, because I'm going to be like, I don't really mess with her like that right now, but that's not who she is. That's right. my loyalty. And that's where the level is for me. Now, does it mean I'm going to do other stuff? No, because right. I got to protect myself at the same time. You know what I mean? So I just think we have to really work hard at, Learning the balance and, and, and the boundaries, and, and, and mm-hmm. protecting mm-hmm. ourselves as fiercely as we protect Contact the other. black men and everyone I mean, else. That's it. Like I can protect. Hey, happy hinds. I can hey. protect y'all. I'm telling you. Like I'm telling you. In that moment, uh, man, because Darnine doesn't go down. She don't go down. So to 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 see her drop a tear or. For her to be so solemn, mm-hmm. it really mm-hmm. wore me out that day, and I'm like, "Yo, I got some people. <laughs> Let me just chill <laughs> out mm-hmm. too," because I was really feeling a certain kind of way. Because I know all that she's done. I oh, know. No I know this. This is this is a long time. You know, this situation is a long time. So. <laughs> You know, I want I wanted to, her to be protected. I hated that she felt that way after yes. all that she's done and all that she's given and all that she's been. And it bothered me so bad. But I know for sure, probably 22 times since then, I've been in a situation. I've been in a situation. And like Donnie said, maybe it's because um, when you're in the midst of it, like when you're in the thick of things, it's it's just instinct just kicks in and this is what I'm supposed to do. But Mm -hmm. two, just like Tamika said, there are boundaries and we really have to learn the boundaries because we have to learn to protect ourselves. And this initial situation that I speak of with, with my current position, my current job, it really was like, yo, this is a golden opportunity. And I have to say that I had been sitting around not knowing any of these things are happening. It was just, it, Everything happens for a reason. But I could yeah. tell you guys that probably like three weeks prior to this position even being created and being dropped, I was telling my my brother, my oldest brother was saying, listen, what you've been up to? And I was like, <laughs> thinking of taking over the world.
1: <laughs>
0: I see where I can make some inroads and I could take over the world. And he was like, What's your what? plan? I was like, I think that this person can move out of the way so I can really do that position right. And he was just like, Well, well, what's your time frame? Mama's like, oh, in the next two, three years, I'ma take over some things. I just mm. still need to get my fit. Yes, pinky in a brain. I still just <laughs> need to get my footing. I, I'm still kind of new. Brain. Three weeks later, everything just opened up. Like God heard me talking, it all dropped, it all aligned. And then I'm in this whole whirlwind of things that are happening. So I knew that this was for me. I talked to God about it. I knew what I wanted to do. It happened and it happened all underneath a year of me being with this company. I knew what it was, but to hear an OG tell me, absolutely not. You're not going to take this position when, in fact, She's the same person I sat down with. And she said, eight, eight Black women have an eight-year window yeah. to strike. We have to strike in this eight-year window and be sustainable forever. If we miss this window, we've missed our mark. Mm-hmm. We are just kind of bound and gagged for a long time. So you have to act. You have to do what you're supposed to do in this eight years. And I, that has stuck in my mind. She made me create a, a business budget. How much money are you willing to spend to become the woman you want to be, to be in the position you want to be? The, the certifications, the, the conferences, the dress, the all of the things, right? She told me all of that. So I'm activated, y'all. Like the budget is set up. I'm doing all of the things. And then I sit and talk to my big bro, Ace. And I'm like, ha, 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 ha. over dinner. I'm going to go work. Like, I can see it. I can feel that. I can do it. And then three weeks later, all of this stuff just opens wide open, right? And then to sit with an OG and say, basically, what I was saying is, how do I right side up the relationship with my supervisor?
1: Mm -hmm. Because I
0: don't want to have alt with him because Mm -hmm. he has been good to me. There's never been issues. That's what I was really asking. I wasn't really asking, should I take the position or not? Oh, it's a done deal. It's, a, it's an opportunity of a lifetime, and it was a part of that plan that I was talking about, right? Mm-hmm. So it all worked together for my good. But in that, when I was asking how to right side up the relationship and make sure that he and I are solid, because there's still so many things I can learn from him, and the relationship had been too good for there for us to leave on any bad note. I felt right. Mm-hmm. She said, You're "Not leaving that position. He's been too good to you. You stay with him." And you expect him, or you talk to him, so that he can kind of shape this thing for you, so that when it's time to go, he makes sure that he speaks to the right people, or as he ascends, he takes you with it. That's putting all of my eggs in his basket. Mm-hmm. That's and all his why we always got to be pointed out when someone is good to us, as if we're not worthy of being good too. And that's, that's when the other sister activated. That's, that's when that she didn't. activated and said. Nobody else is expected. Nobody other than black women are expected to have that mentality. And Mm -hmm. I am sad that you are giving that to her. I am Mm -hmm. sad that this is the way this conversation has turned because only us, it's only black women that are expected. White women are not expected to do that. They are expected Mm -hmm. to grow and thrive and take over the world. Why would you even say that to another black woman? Why are we expected to have this kind of loyalty to people that if they're given the uh, opportunity, they're not expected to stay for us? Why is that? And that right there is the truth. That right there is the truth because there is, although some of us have survived this, some of us don't, uh, some of us don't subscribe to it. Like Mm -hmm. Tamika does not subscribe to it. But it is not anymore. I just want to say not anymore, and I, I just want to say it was a long process. That <laughs> it, it was a lot of therapy, a lot of counseling, and a lot of a lot of professional and personal development. I just want to put that caveat because if you would have had a conversation with Tamika ten years ago, twelve years ago, I'm not the same person as that I was. Right. Um, but it to evolve requires you do the work. Yep, mm-hmm. and. So my doctor was happy because I did the work. Did that year of counseling and therapy with Mache, what she always says to me is, Tamika, you did the work. So it requires work that we have to be willing to do. And it's an ongoing process. Uh-huh. It's ongoing. It never stops. You know what I mean? I remember I used to feel like, well, shit, I did everything I was supposed to do. Why? I still got to do more. Like, mm-hmm. damn it, I don't want to do no more but it's, it's ever evolving because we are ever evolving. Our relationships are ever evolving. Our um, friendships are ever evolving. Our places at work are ever evolving. You know, people laugh at me all the time because I say, oh, I am such a um, slacker at work. Not slacker, but I don't, I have no desire to um, go to the next level of my job because the next level does not serve me. Mm-hmm. There's no benefits in me moving to the next level. There is not even enough money between what I do now and moving to the next level for the amount of headache that I would have to endure. And I don't ever want to supervise people, not just our people, people in general, (laughs) ever again, right? So I remember when there was a whole bunch of transition and people was just like, Tamika, you need to be the coordinator. You need to be the state coordinator. You need to be in that position. No, I don't. That's not for me. I I know who I am. I know where I thrive. Me moving to that coordinator position now puts me in a position where I could get fired because I know me. I'm not going to deal with a lot of things. I I don't I I'm not going to play the bureaucracy game. I'm I'm not. Mm. And I don't want to get fired. I'm too old to look for another job at this point. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. Right. So absolutely. I could have fell into everyone, but you, you, need, to stable. you, need, you need to be You doing this. Why? Right. For the title for an extra couple thousand dollars. And now i got all these headaches. I might have to be working it from home. I might have to be on the clock 24 hours a day. I got to deal with ignorant. People supervising people. I couldn't even imagine supervising people at the state level because they some ignorant mofo's, and I I would <laughs> like I know it would just not serve me. It wouldn't serve me. And the level above that is a non protected position. Why would I move into a non protected position? The state where 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 I am in my life right now, I'm looking toward retirement. Exactly I'm trying unstable to state. You know, I poverty. work. I worked real hard my whole life. I've been working since I was 14 years old. I worked really, really hard my whole life. Why would I just jump into the, to work more hard? For what? So I can finish up? No, no, thank you. No, thank you. I'm fine doing just what I do, and I'm so good at what I do. You know what I mean? Why would I just jump somewhere else just to be like oh i'm a boss bitch No, nope, i being just a regular basic bitch and i'm happy <laughs> and <laughs> I, I am happy like yep. i am truly happy with my job when people be tripping i'll be like yo i like i love my job don't come over here with that because i love my job
1: I and it's also
0: important to have a confidence in whatever decision you make I'm however loyal or not loyal you're going to be right be confident and be Clear about what you want to do. Make sure you stay the course. About and and I also like the fact that you said that every now and again you might even have to reevaluate how loyal you, or what is well, you what the way the best in your
1: life, right? You, you got
0: to, to pull then, back. You know yeah. what I mean? I, and and for me, I'm the type of person I lean into loyalty. So I really and this is something that I've learned over the past few years. Yeah. My level of reciprocation, I'm matching energy. And what I mean by that, people always think when I say that, like I'm I'm being petty or I'm gonna go low. I'm not going low with people. I'm pulling back. If you don't match my energy, if you're not bringing all the love, the joy, oh, I'm gonna just pull back. No less love, but I'm I'm a pull back because I have so much love to give. I'm such so, Yo, I'm a mood. Like if you, my friend, we down to like you. Yo, I know what I bring to. I know what I bring to every table I sit with, and I'm not going down for you. Right. I'm not going to downplay anything that I bring to the table. Cuz I so, bring love. I bring joy. I bring abundance. When I walk into the room, I don't suck the air out. I bring air with me. With oh, yes. I do I know who I am. I know who I am in my friendship circles. I know who I am in my family. I definitely know who I am at work. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So, if people aren't matching that, I I don't like I don't have no beef, but I'm I'm keeping this for the people who deserve it. Nor match their negativity, right? And That's I'm not matching I'm negativity, out. but I can. Out. I mean, I can, and I really yeah, try. Exactly. I'm, right. getting, I'm in a better place in my life, and I ain't trying to really, really fight, but I will. You know what I mean? Because sometimes with love, with love. I, that option is always on the table. So that option is always, always on the table right. with me. Like, but I'd rather not. You know what I right. mean? I don't. I don't like negative energy. I like keeping things. Y'all know me. I'm silly. I'm happy. I don't even be laughing at me because I'd be like, "Who bird?" Like, you know what I mean? and, don't match that energy. I just kind of pull back. You know, yeah. So, mm. bro, whatever the Before case For another is. day. Well, <laughs> yep. I would for you to um, ask the, the, the mentor hey, can you just explain to me what about me moving on troubled you so much that required him to be a part of this discussion and process? Girl, mm. that, that whole I mean, I that even... stayed for a long time. All mm-hmm. of that, because the sister that was sitting next to me asked that question. Mm. why would you even tell her that? And she was, she kept flipping back to her. Like, why are you so angry? Why are you, why are you taking that stance? And it got caught in that loop. Mm -hmm. So that question is never going to be answered. I think that um, because she's silent generation with my mother. So I think Mm -hmm. that there are just things that they believe. And then that's just that, that they are that generation where children are to be seen and not heard. Do as I say, Mm -hmm. not as I do. So it is just, it's just like that for her. And I, I, I received that because she has so much more for, she has so much more to offer me that some people, it's just a matter of chew the meat, spit out the fat, right? Some things are going to be for me and other things are not going to be. There's nobody in my life that I have ever um, blind followed every single thing they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, not everybody, everything is going to be totally for me. There have been some sermons that I listened to and I was jumping up and down in the first half and the second half, I was like, whoo that got far off. I take what <laughs> it is that I need. <laughs> I take what it is that I need. And then I separate myself from the rest. You know, mm-hmm. I'm never disrespectful because it's for somebody. And maybe I could share that with somebody else. It's mm-hmm. just not for me. So... I I wasn't even upset with it. It was just so interesting to see how different generations were battling that Mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. Because the girl that was there with me is my generation. And I felt when she started giving me that advice, I immediately felt like this one here. Mm -hmm. I immediately felt like the girl that was sitting next to me, like, yo, y'all always expect us to stick and stay. We're Mm -hmm. always in this loop of fronting and stunting and riding and dying. Everybody mm-hmm. wants us to stay there. What is it about us that makes y'all think that we should be in this space all of the time? We're always supposed to be sacrificial. And that mm-hmm. is our positioning in the mm-hmm. world. Nobody comes to rescue us. We could be screaming and crying and dying right in the middle of the street, but nobody is nobody pays attention to that. Nobody pays attention mm-hmm. to our pain. Nobody pays attention to most things concerning black women. We just don't. And a lot of times we don't pay attention to each other's pain and suffering. <laughs> And and ride and die and we just don't. So when the when she began to attack, because I'm just listening to an OG, like okay, this is her mm-hmm. opinion. That's cool. You know, I was going to take what I needed to take, and I I was backing up, but respectfully, mm-hmm. respectfully, I declined to take all of this damn advice. But when homegirl kind of stepped up and went ballistic, I was like, yo, because thank you, right? Because why mm-hmm. did you give me this advice? And there were some things that I took from it because there was a he, She gave me a piece to go and talk to my supervisor, which was, it was amazing. Like, because he and I had a conversation that calmed all of this stuff because it wasn't coming from me. It was Mm. coming from other people were coming to him saying, hey, this is what our plans are and blah, 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 blah. So when he got frustrated, he got frustrated with the whole thing. And I was collateral damage, as we always talk about. Mm -hmm. I didn't say it. I didn't do it. And and he and I just kind of came up with a plan. Mm -hmm. Yo, clearly I have been pegged for this position. It's happening. It is happening. So we kind of came up with our own plan internally. And he said, please, just you keep me in the loop of what's happening because they're doing, you know, moves are being made. I don't know some things. I know a lot of the other things. So he and I came up uh, with our own plan and she gave me the words for that, but all of the rest that I had to walk away from. Can I say something about um, mentors, especially of that uh, particular generation? One of the things that I realized, um, cause I had quite a few mentors, some mentors are really great and they will be a mentor with you and for you throughout your life. Right. But some mentors don't want to see you one surpass them to get to a level where you no longer need them. Mm. So I remember when I got the job at the state and I won't say who, who the person was that said it, but it was someone who was a, I considered a mentor in my life. And I didn't even share like when I got the when I got the job. But I remember her, she had said to my best friend, Andrea, because Dre, Dre is like one of my biggest cheerleaders, and Dre was just like, oh my God, Tamika just got a, uh, you know, a job with the Department of Education, blah, blah, blah. And her response was, what? How'd she get that? Uh, nigga, you was the one who mentored me. You was the one who, like, you, you know what I mean? It was like, but what I realized about this particular person, she wanted to mentor us, but she always wanted us to be under her. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't, go me. Me. Don't go
0: beyond me. She wanted to have a, a, a purpose a, have of my a bad beneath right. her. Right. And that was the purpose <laughs> of my question. Not only just do, you know, like, the other piece of that is also, you know, with the eight-year window concept, right? Now, I'm going... Pat us on our back because we take abuse, but we also have risen up on so many occasions. And we we absolutely are threats, like, period. I don't care what anybody on this thing is watching. A Black woman is a huge threat to this world. Um, because if we ever decide to ban fully together, it'll be a reckoning. So she's correct with that. Um, and we can wreck it, we can wreck shop and leave every man behind. I'm not talking about I don't need a man because there are some things I need a man to do. However, for the most part, (laughs) on many levels, we absolutely can leave them behind. So it almost felt like she wanted you to keep him to walk behind him so he doesn't get left behind. In the process of Mm -hmm. the upward mobility in whatever direction the job place is going. And that's a hard feat for the debt generation because the whole be seen and not heard is very much rooted in slavery. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's something that we've moved away from. We We are absolutely vocal now, and that's the piece where I think the world is struggling with. We have found that we do matter, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're, we matter. We have a voice and it has not been heard for centuries, not mm-hmm. years, for centuries, right? So when um, the two, thing, two things, um, two people come to mind, I don't remember the little girl who during the George Floyd um, situation, and I don't want to call it a situation, but the George Floyd incident, when she gave that um, response to the reporter and said- to meet Mallory. No, 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 no. The young lady who I was to say wife, you should be glad. but what is it? You should be glad that we're not seeking out, like we're not seeking revenge. Revenge. You know? mm-hmm. That one. The other thing is sister. Is it sister soldier? Um, I do believe many people don't know she was quit. Like she was, she was squashed in the early 90s. Uh-huh. He was squashed for her intellectual property and her mm-hmm. intellectual responses. Mm-hmm. And the world, when I say the bushes, were fearful of this young woman because they knew she could rally people based on the messages that she was presenting. Absolutely. Don't ever miss it. Anybody watching this? The power that we have and what you we can go. do with
1: you
0: it. Better One thing to figure out hills that we're not gonna lose everything behind it. Cause that's the other piece. We have so many things that can be lost in the interim mm-hmm. that worries us, right? And that part of that is rooted with our children, right? The losing of children and mates because it was taken from us before without our permission. Mm-hmm. And it was taken to be definitely harmful, detrimental and to break the bowels of our back. Yo, one thing for sure, her response is literally about don't leave him behind, however, uh-huh. she misses that they leave us all the time. Uh-huh. With that, I'm done. Ooh. Girl, that was my drop. <laughs> that was my drop. We are right. at one hour and almost 40 minutes. Lord wow. have Mercy the my is a show and not a podcast. We are hey. a talk show live. Because that's Look at Angie with her with. dance pose on. She to let y'all know I'm <laughs> hey, oh, she, up,
1: she, up, she, uh, she put uh-huh. that uh-huh. arm up. you to elevate the, the angle. That's
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, To myself, before we get off this show, I want Danine to rip one of her shoulders out because you just yeah, do it, do it, do <laughs> pick it. a shoulder, pick, pick a, a shoulder, shoulder. do it. <laughs> yeah. There you go, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> so I'm yeah. trying to get Donina to get her shoulder out <laughs> and she didn't hit on a leg up. That'd be out of that leg up. up, I am so oh. impressed. I <laughs> <laughs> hold it like yeah. this. She. Wait That's a minute. Perfect pose, honey. You need to take a. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. I need to are falling down because <laughs> I want to act like Angie. I'm going to have a problem. So, <laughs> problem I love you guys, and I appreciate you. And this was exactly what I needed for it to be. Um, Meek, what is the name of the book that we're all going to read? Oh, hold on. Hold, please go to somebody else. while I look it up really quickly? Hold on. Okay, no, there's nobody else that we need to go to. Uh, <laughs> oh, <anything okay>. <laughs> no, ma'am, because y'all well, too deep into this. And, and this oh, is my last weekend working because this is the last weekend of this woo. position. So wait, man. Hey, we're moving on up, moving on up to the east side. Okay, hold on. Oh, you lost a the note there. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know I've been out in the streets all night smoking. I'm glad I had I was, um Just to make sure my voice didn't sound like Mars Simpsons. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the name of the book is. So the book is called Set Boundaries and Find Peace. And she has the book. She also has a workbook that goes with it. Yeah, um, get, get both because you need to do the work. Yeah. And if you haven't, sign up for her Nadra's Nuggets newsletter. I get it. I don't know. But she got like a boundaries quiz online. Yeah. Y'all know I follow her hard for like she just she's just so, so good. Beautiful black woman with her beautiful big black hair, natural Mm -hmm. hair. I love her. But yeah, so we're going to get the book and we're going to get the workbook and we're going to take the that She has a relationship quiz and a boundaries quiz. Um set that you boundaries can... and find peace. Yep, it's called set boundaries, find peace. Let me see. Oh, okay, cool. Got it. Hold oh, on. Set boundaries, find peace. Order now. Cat and put it up. The link is here, everybody. Kat, put it up for us. Now she's always smiling, but... Jones Kendall. Send me a message because you put it at Dineen And I'll so yeah, she, she need you. Oh, what's the matter, Sheena? Look at the love. Look at the love. Bring it all in. Bring it all in. Yes. So, you can get it on Amazon. It's only $16.33. Oh, work let's it out. That's it. It so. good. So, the link is here, ladies. We are going to get this. We are going to read this book. We are going to do the work together because, you know, the other part of Wilds Worldwide is the becoming. Because as we're solely becoming the men and women that we've always dreamt that we were, wanted to become or who we were supposed to be a long time ago and got so far away from there's work that still needs to be done. So let's buy this book. Let's buy the workbook as well, because we need to get out of this blind thing that we do. And just like I said, I don't, I, I will rush into it for myself, but then rush to help somebody else out of it. That is behaviors that need to be unlearned. So yes, let's do the work. The the link is here. Let's get it. Let's absolutely get it. I love you guys. I am I am supposed to be at work in fifteen minutes, but I haven't Wait, eaten, what? so I'm gonna be late. So I'm Wait, a, I'm gonna be late in a grand fashion because I'm going to show up with something to 15 eat. To fifteen minutes, huh? You supposed to be somewhere in person in fifteen minutes, you mm-hmm. You gonna be late though? Where you going? Oh, I'm gonna be super late because I'm hungry. <laughs>
1: we have to travel <laughs> out the county. Super
0: hungry. Wait a minute. Y'all already know I got up this morning. I went and got all my foods. Listen, I got up and got all my food soon as we go online I got this. And I got this. this yeah, I got all my stuff. She went a la carte. Cart. I, I did. I was just waiting. Y'all know how I be doing. I was just waiting. And hubby went before. He knew the podcast. When he saw me setting up, I came down. I, I was, was too busy going. trying to get my daughter up off the floor to go to her. To her field data, she asked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, friends, <laughs> I funny. connected with her friends, funneled them money and said, I have to work. My baby, she spends all her time with y'all. Here's some money. Please do it. How much will y'all mm-hmm. need? They got everything. They are so excited. Miles comes down. Like, um, They told me that Troy's party starts at 8 o'clock. It's 8.04. And she's still at 8.04. She wasn't even cognizant. She was not even sitting up. She- <laughs> And she does not. Have, and then as she got up, she went back down. And those that's are the pictures right. that are online. <laughs> but two, I need to say happy birthday to my baby love. Happy it is birthday, Chase, 23rd birthday. That's my home girl. That's my girl. It is her 23rd birthday and she is enjoying it. She brought it in in such a way that I don't know. But I could just see the effects of it this morning. And now she's out for her field day. So enjoy oh, your day, it. baby love. Oh, have a good old right, time. Party party is it's amazing. Right. And it's all good. And you should have that. Um, oh, because baby. at 23, I was not that person. I had two sons. <laughs> yes, I did. I had two sons. And I love her life. So do your thing, little mama. Okay, two fingers on your inner wrist. Two fingers on your inner wrist. It is pulse check time, babies. It is pulse check time. What you feel is purpose. If you still feel a pulse, it's because you have a purpose. God has put you here to do a thing. Can you imagine living this full life not ever having lived out your full purpose? Somebody, something is tied to you doing what God has put you on this earth to do. So make sure that you find your purpose walk in your purpose, live out your purpose every single day. And pulse check as often as you need to. I love you guys. I will see you guys back here next week with an episode. I forget what it's called, but yeah, it's about somebody who has totally switched their lives, got a master's degree in a whole field, was working in that field. And now she just jumped out and did. began to live her passion. She reminds me of a young Jacola. Um, okay. But this is the young girl who um, I went. I started at DHS with. She's like my my little sister, Nelita. She will be on here with us next week. So I look forward to everybody meeting my Tenille, and I'll see you guys back here next Saturday at ten a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Always, always, always eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sundays mm-hmm. for Becoming. I love you guys. I love you. Love you. Love you with my whole heart, and I will mm-hmm. see you back next week. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Have a great time. day. I love you guys mm okay.